Fox's relationship. No, we have not. We have not. We have not texted about those facts. Okay, welcome Through welcome to the world. It's Thursday, fifteen February, Year of Lord, twenty twenty four. We are live. We are Give live at the Fonnie Willis uh, this uh, hearing in Georgia. Text. We're going to watch a little of this. I'm going to bring in Mike Davis. So also, a big health. decision already in New York. Um, we'll get you up so to speed on everything. Let's watch a little bit of this. Um, if I was okay with what was going on, um, that I would not be, um, whether or not I was going to be subpoenaed or not, and that... Um, Emphatically, I would not have been sitting in this position as being called as a witness. So that's what my text chain show. Um, so no. That we've never talked about um, Willis and Wade having a relationship. <clears throat> Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm bringing Mike Davis now. A bunch of huge developers. The lawfare part of the campaign against MAGA and against uh, President Trump continues. Uh, Mike Davis, we're going to go back and we're going to dip in and out of this. Mike, what are we seeing? First, what are we seeing here in Georgia? I'll get to the New York case. Just a huge decision in New York just moments ago, uh, the criminal trial. President Trump's actually there in the courtroom. Tell, set the frame for what people are watching. And I want to let all the Warren Posse know we have a live stream up on Getter and Rumble, a separate one. So you can kind of watch that with one ear and watch us. Mike, what are we seeing in Georgia right now? So remember, President Joe Biden and the Democrats' lawfare against President Trump is uh, on different fronts, including four criminal fronts, these four criminal indictments, including one in New York, uh, one in Washington, D.C., one down in Mar-a-Lago, and this one down here in Fulton County, Georgia, by this Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis, who's bringing RICO charges against President Trump and 18 co-defendants for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887. Democrats objected to Republican wins in 1968, 2000, 2004, 2016. Mm -hmm. Twisting arms politically is allowed by the First Amendment. This Fulton County DA Fannie Willis is now facing disqualification because she hired her secret boyfriend, Nathan Wade, who has never tried a RICO felony case, she's paying him $250 an hour more than other special prosecutors she is uh, paying who actually have experience. She's paid him almost $700,000 and counting so far. She paid him to meet with the Biden White House, including the Biden White House counsel. He even billed for 24 hours in one day. And then uh, she took these allegedly took these illegal kickbacks from her boyfriend slash prosecutor in the form of these lavish trips to Napa, to the Caribbean, elsewhere around the world. And then they allegedly uh, lied about this. Nathan Wade perjured himself allegedly with a divorce court uh, and with his ex-wife because uh, Fannie Willis broke up their marriage. She's a homewrecker. And then Fannie Willis submitted Nathan Wade's perjured uh, statement to the divorce court, she submitted it to this Fulton County court in response to defendant, co-defendant Mike Roman's motion to dismiss. And so not only should Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, her boyfriend slash prosecutor, unqualified prosecutor, face disqualification on this case, this case should be dismissed because it's been tainted 
since its inception, before its inception, with this corruption. You cannot have federal prosecutors take a profit from a criminal case. That is absolutely unethical and illegal. They should also face disbarments uh, for uh, for lying to the court and for the for this inappropriate financial arrangements. And then they should also face criminal prosecution yeah. for perjury and false statements and everything else that they're guilty of. So this is a two-day hearing. What are we going to see? Tee the audience up. You're going to have a number of witnesses to get into, I guess, to the whole way she hired this guy, his divorce proceedings. There could be some pretty explosive testimony over the next couple of yeah. days. And this judge, although a Kemp appointee, has been pretty even-handed. Don't you agree? I think he's been too even-handed because I don't think uh, Governor Kemp likes Trump. And so, but re- regardless, I, uh, what I think is going to happen, you're going to see testimony where you're going to see testimony that Nathan Wade submitted a false affidavit to the divorce court in his divorce proceedings with his soon-to-be ex-wife. And you're going to see testimony that Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade got eight prosecutors within Fulton County's office, probably duped their eight colleagues within the Fulton County DA's office to submit uh, Nathan Wade's false affidavit to the divorce court as part of a response to uh, to Mike Roman's motion to dismiss in front of the Superior Court judge now. So you have perjury in the divorce court. You have subordination of perjury by Fannie Willis. You have false statements. You have bribery. You have foreign corruption. You're going to hear testimony where they where Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade lied about when their relationship began. She's making it sound like that they were just colleagues, and then after the after she hired him. Uh, that they developed a relationship. Well, even if that's true, they still developed that relationship before the indictment. So that doesn't save her. But regardless, they're, they they appear to be lying about when this relationship started. They they claim the relationship started after they hi- after she hired him in 2021. There's evidence that the relationship began in, in at least 2020 and maybe sooner. So Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are absolutely toast. They're going to get disqualified from this case. This case should be kept. Uh, and then the, the attorney general of Georgia, Chris Carr, could decide whether he wants to bring in a new prosecutor with a fresh set of eyes that aren't corrupted, that aren't tainted from this illegal financial arrangement, this inappropriate illegal arrangement between Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, her boyfriend, from whom she's apparently mm-hmm. taking kickbacks. So if they want to bring in a new prosecutor and a new prosecutor who's not a complete moron like Fannie Willis thinks it's a good idea to bring RICO charges against your political opponents for non-crimes, then we can restart this case. But it looks like this case is falling apart for the Democrats and their lawfare. Give us we got we President Trump has a hammer as a lawyer. Tell, tell us who the lawyer is that President Trump has down there, I guess, running this uh, running this hearing. Uh, I actually, I'm not sure which one's down there uh, on this particular hearing because is it Todd Blanche or which which one's down there today? They, these lawyers are being spread so thin between these four different criminal indictments, the civil fraud lawsuit. Is that up- part of their is, is 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 hang on? Is that part of their strategy is to bleed President Trump out both for his focus, his money? And even his legal team, is that part of their strategy? Because I'm going to get into a couple more big ones. Just there's been a ruling in New York. Let's go to that real quickly. There's just been a ruling in New York by the judge in the criminal charge 
which is probably the weakest case of all, if you actually ask the left, the team that's t- trying to destroy Trump with the lawfare, this is the one they probably want to go last. It looks like the judges just ruled with President Trump in the courtroom that he, uh, he dismissed uh, tr- President Trump's trying to get the case dismissed, and he said they're going to set a trial day, I think, later this morning. They're still there, but it looks like it's going to be March 25th, which is only in six weeks. Is part of their strategy to spread Trump thin between South Florida, the J6 uh, with crazy Chuckkin, Chuckkin in, um, in, in New York, the criminal thing up in D.C., up in New York, Sarah, D.C., the criminal thing in New York, which is bogus. Tomorrow they're going to rule on taking his business by the Moscow show trial. Is this part of their strategy is to break Trump with lawfare, bleed him out, get his focus spread out everywhere, and particularly put the burden on this legal team that just crushes them? Yeah, absolutely. Remember, they, they waited 30 months to bring these unprecedented, bogus criminal indictments against a former president for non-crimes. And it, it started with uh, with this Soros-funded funded Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, who brought a bogus criminal indictment against President Trump, the first criminal indictment against a former president in American history for the non-crime of a businessman settling a nuisance claim. And Alvin Bragg somehow bootstrapped that into several felony charges. Remember, the prior Manhattan DA passed over on this bogus legal theory. The the Manhattan U.S. attorney passed over on this bogus legal theory. The Federal Election Commission passed over on this bogus campaign finance legal theory. Alvin Bragg himself passed over on this bogus theory. It wasn't until Matthew Colangelo, a lawyer who was in the courtroom arguing today, got sent from the number three office in the Biden Justice Department. Matthew Colangelo is a senior, former senior Biden political appointee in the Justice Department, got sent from the Biden Justice Department to Alvin Bragg's office to resuscitate this zombie case against President Trump. And now they're moving forward with this. The other three cases are stalled up because of legal and procedural problems. This New York case, the first indictment they they brought, looks like it's going to go to trial here now, now on March 25th, which is just unbelievable that the Democrats are going to lead their lawfare with such an obviously stupid case against President Trump. This is the Michael Avenatti and Julie Swetnick case against President Trump. If you remember during the Kavanaugh confirmation, the Democrats undermined Christine Blasey Ford's bogus BS testimony against Kavanaugh that, you know, that she was somehow sexually assaulted by Kavanaugh in high school, but she doesn't remember where, how, how she got there. She only remembered she had one beer. Everyone thought that Christine Blasey Ford's testimony would take out Kavanaugh and then Michael Avenatti and Julie Swetnick bursted onto the scene, manna from heaven. I, that's what this Alvin Bragg case is in New York. The Democrats are so stupid. They couldn't just stick to their Mar-a-Lago case, their obstruction case, their strongest case. I could argue all day why Trump's not legally liable there, but the Mar-a-Lago case is their strongest case. But then these doofus prosecutors like Alvin Bragg in New York and Matthew Colangelo from the Biden Justice Department burst onto the scene with this stupid case up in New York that's going to make the American people really wake up and be angry at all this. When the American people tune into this trial starting on March 25th, they are going to be very angry that this is what the Democrats are doing to President Trump, that these Democrats 
prosecutors and these Democrat judges and these Democrat juries and these Democrat hellholes like New York, D.C. and Atlanta think that they get to decide the next presidential election instead of the American people. Of course, Trump's going to be found guilty in New York. You have this New York judge, Juan Merchant, or whatever the hell his name is, is a Joe Biden and Democrat donor. Of course, he's biased. Uh, I think it's Judge Mershon. Uh, not that I would know that. <laughs> but uh, go back. I want to go back. So, folks, even oh, if did, you look at MSNBC and CNN. I didn't realize he was French, Steve. <laughs> if you go back and look at this, and by the way, once again, we are live streaming this on our Getter and our Rumble page. Uh, Mo and uh, Grace are, are managing that right now. Um, this is pretty historic down in, uh, in Georgia. I also think it shows when you look at Bragg, when you look at Fonnie Willis, uh, when you look at Jack Smith, these are rogue actors. I, I shouldn't be lost on people that Alvin Bragg, the attack on the police officers in Times Square, what, 10 days ago, he allowed the, uh, he allowed the perpetrators to go with no bail. He has done a horrible job. As uh, New York City, in fact, the New York Post today has a uh, has a, a, an incredible uh, editorial from the New York Post editorial team, saying how the crime of the illegal alien invaders is overwhelming New York City, and they point the finger not just simply at Eric Adams, but they point the finger also at Tish James, the Attorney General of the state, and particularly Alvin Bragg, that has allowed New York City to basically collapse into anarchy and chaos. With the crime, there's parts of town you can't even walk around in anymore uh, that used to be crime-free and tourist-friendly. I tell you what, Mike, just hang on. We're we're gonna take a break here in a second. Mike Davis joins me to break it all down. We got so much. So the lawfare part of the campaign, understanding that Biden is uh, 86% of the American people think he's not uh, not on top of things to actually serve another term. Additional polling out from Rasmussen today. I've seen some other polling coming out. Uh, um, Rich has got some polling that's going to come out. Uh, the People's Pundit's got polling that's going to come out. He's in the field. I've seen others from other polling organizations and heard even from mainstream media. The polling for Biden only gets worse and worse and worse. And the Democrats at the senior level don't believe the happy talk. You're hearing about uh, what happened in Queens because that was a anti-MAGA, you know, anti-Trump candidate. And, of course, they stole it the old-fashioned way with uh, crooked voter rolls, ballot harvesting, and, of course, mail-in ballots. They're in panic mode right now about November. And so they're taking off. They're not even, the mask is off. They are coming for President Trump in every direction. One, to divert his attention from actually making the case against Biden, the illegitimate Biden regime. In addition to bleeding out in money, you've seen the cost, the exorbitant cost already. And this gets back to the RNC's terrible job. And also to maybe uh, catch a fly in a place like a hellhole like New York. Short break, we're back on the lawfare. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert 
an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. How did this all happen? I think it's interesting that we haven't heard any of the names of the people that are in custody. And one of the reasons that that could be, according to eyewitness testimony and to what people have told us uh, yesterday in the course of reporting on this, is that some of the individuals may be under the age of 18. And of course, that raises challenges when it comes to charging those people. It raises challenges uh, when it comes to uh, naming individuals. And so they're going to have to make some decisions. And Missouri law is a little bit unique in this, making some decisions as to whether or not uh, to potentially charge individuals as adults if, in fact, they are juveniles. So that's something that uh, we'll be following as the day progresses, exactly how this happened. Did these people know each other uh, prior to the shooting? Uh, did they? Was this a dispute that arose uh, during the course of the celebration yesterday, or was it not connected to it at all? Obviously, it's near Union Station, so uh, you don't have to have attended this event yesterday to have been there. But I think when you look at it in its totality, it's another event where uh, it has been marred by gun violence. It's been another event where it's been marred by uh, really a horrifying scene. The, the individuals who've been shot, the kids that were shot, uh, they will never think of an event like that the same. And so this was also an event where you had 800 members of law enforcement, according to the Kansas City Police Department themselves and uh, members of, uh, of the state police. So I think it's, it's a situation where um, we see a heavily secured event where yet still something happened. Yes, so Lisa Lopez Galvin was killed um, yesterday, confirmed by her sister to us at NBC. She was one of 22 victims. Uh, Twelve victims were sent to Children's Mercy Hospital. We were talking to Tom Winter in our last hour, who's been doing some deep reporting with law enforcement sources, suggesting, though not definitive, that this was not a targeted act of terrorism, that it looks to police like it was a dispute between people who were at the parade or perhaps just in the area, started shooting at each other and, and some bystanders were caught in the mix. But boy, the fact remains to go from the jubilation of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey firing up the crowd on the podium, a million people in the streets, Kansas City on its biggest day of the year to instantly to panic and terror. It's, it's awful. And to really see the bigger picture here is that we are normalizing people using guns, whether it is a Super Bowl celebration, whether it's a concert in Las Vegas, whether it's a club in Florida, whether it's a synagogue or a church in South Carolina, the fact that we cannot see that the Congress will do anything, anything about guns, whatever this ends up being the cause or the motive or why this happened. Whatever, whatever ends up being the cause. Okay. This is now, let's do Information Warfare 101. It's obvious why they're, they still have not named the perpetrators. No names, no photos, no nothing. Uh, you know why that is, right? They want to control the narrative. They want to come out, this is about guns. This is about, you know, Republicans and people that are pro-Second Amendment. So they need 24 hours. Understand they, they got a bad, uh, they got a bad a set of cards. They got a bad hand. They're going to try to play that bad hand well. This is exactly, it's the same type of information warfare and narrative setting that they're doing on the lawfare in every different aspect. 
This is the reason the media and the mainstream media's credibility has fallen through the floor. This is one of the reasons shows like ours are exploding and others, they're exploding. People are just tired of being treated like morons and idiots. See what you see. Um, They alluded to it right there, Willie Geist. This is not terrorism. Uh, It doesn't look like it was pre-planned. It may be people that had a, maybe people that had disputes between themselves Wow, in urban areas, I wonder who that would be, right? Like urban areas controlled by gangs. I wonder what that would be. This is narrative setting, and this is a disgrace. They've known the names of these folks now since, oh, you know, what, 18 hours or whatever. This should have been put out. We should have had a frank conversation about this and what went on. So the information has not been forthcoming. Remember, they were all set to run to the microphone yesterday, and, of course, the the the, the incredibly uh, brave police department of um, – of uh, Kansas City, you know, the, the, the police chief who didn't give me a warm fuzzy, she was on top of things, right, because she's lecturing you the entire time. So the police chief uh, comes out and she says, uh, she, she's giving you a lecture about how everybody ran to the gunfire. Well, hey, I know they ran to the gunfire, but the video, just go to the videotape. It's civilians that are doing the tackling and running on top of things. Now, the cops got there as quickly as possible, but the bravery came from your fellow citizens or the initial bravery when it looked like it was, you know, people, people could get shot everywhere. The media needs to be straightforward with the American people. American people are big boys and girls. They, they can take it. They, can, they understand what's going on. They understand the hell holes that, these, uh, that the major urban areas. Remember, this is, and it shouldn't be lost, you know, just like they did in New York City. And I understand Mark Elias is, you know, he's getting all wigged out. This is the, where they, they have to have narrative control, number one. And number two, They only have two silos of votes. If you look at the vote patterns in the United States, they have the silos of the radical propaganda factories we call universities. And the state universities may be the worst. If you go around the map and you see Ann Arbor or you see Madison, Wisconsin, you see Charlottesville, Virginia, even you see my beloved VPI, Blacksburg, Virginia, you take them all, right? Because there's no more conservative state. The land-grant universities are gone, right? You look at Austin. That's a silo. That's a cluster. And they know they can ballot harvest there like crazy. Arizona, Arizona State. You pick anywhere you want to go in the country. Then you got the big urban areas. This is what happened the other night. Of course they stole the election. Look, she was a terrible candidate and it shows you the political correctness of the, of the overlords of the Republican, the hapless Republican Party in, in, in New York, right? The leadership there. They tried to put forward a story who was anti-Trump, anti-MAGA, would not support it. That's not going to win. But even on top of that, Mark Elias and these guys, the big unions, Queens, corrupt voter rolls, mail-in ballots, ballot harvesting, boom. They've got the trifecta. That's the three-legged stool of how they win. Just look at, uh, what is it, Heartland Institute came out last week. We're trying to get those guys to book some time with them to walk through how 2020 was stolen. They walk, they walk you right through it. Look, I understand they're going to say, Bannon, you're not a machine guy. You're just doing the mail-in ballots. Hey, the reason I'm not a machine guy, I always look at the way that they can steal it easiest. And still the way they can steal it easiest is not with a satellite on something coming out of Italy. Or as I used to mock it, coming out of gunfire, you know, to taking a server in Paris. Hey, and don't get me wrong. All the machines should go. It's no need to have these machines. And we should have hand count, you know, we should have hand count paper ballots. I got that. I'm all for it. But I can tell you right now how they're stealing it. Kansas City, Missouri is a perfect example. And it's outrageous we don't have the facts. Now, I hope they release them during the show. Let's just find out who the perpetrators are, who did this, who, who are the alleged perpetrators, and, uh, and find out what the interconnections are. 
Because you're right, this can happen in major cities. You can't have a victory parade on a historic second win, and this is all people are going to remember it by. Mike Davis, your thoughts on this first? Because the narrative of control is the exact same thing. You know, Fonnie Willis was the golden child. You know, when she first dropped this thing, you know, the MSNBC, the BBC, the CNN, they're all over. She's the great one. Hey, they ain't saying that right now. They're trying to, like, they're trying to avoid covering this thing right now because they know they got a bad two days. And so it's all narrative control. That's why the Alvin Bragg thing, which is the weakest case. Remember how celebratory they were when they took Trump in for his first mugshot in New York? Then all of a sudden they realized, hey, maybe maybe Garland's going to wake up and maybe we can get some things going with the, the bogus uh, classified documents that they won't charge Biden with. Maybe, maybe we get crazy Jack Smith to make up some stuff on insurrection but not charge Trump with insurrection. Right. Oh, we got Fonnie Willis is going to carry our water down in Georgia and Kemp's going to look the other way because they all hate Trump. And in hating Trump, they only hate Trump because they hate you. Remember, this hearing right now in Georgia is about you. That courtroom in New York City is about you. What happens tomorrow when they strip Trump of his wealth is about you because everything they do to Trump, they're going to do to you to the 10th power. Mike Davis. You know, Steve, we talked about the Star Wars bar in front of the Supreme Courts uh, last Thursday. Let's talk about the Star Wars bar of lawyers and judges by the Democrats. I mean, we have Jack Smith, who is just a total clown who got unanimously reversed by the Supreme Court after he brought the bogus criminal charges against former Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell, a likely presidential or vice presidential contender in 2016 got banished to the Hague and now they brought him back and he's being a total clown again and will almost certainly lose at the Supreme Court again. You have Alvin Bragg, the Soros funded Manhattan DA who is just dumber than a box of rocks. And they have Matthew Colangelo sent from the Biden Justice Department to go be Alvin Bragg's puppet master up in Manhattan to bring these bogus charges against President Trump for the non-crime of settling a nuisance claim, right? I mean, do business people in New York really want to be subjected to felony charges now because of this legal theory? Even the Washington Post, the left-wing Washington Post editorial board said that Alvin Bragg's legal theory is shaky. So, I mean, they're not starting with their with their strongest case by any means. And then you have Fannie Willis down in Georgia, Big Fanny down there and her boyfriend, Nathan Wade, bringing these bogus charges against President Rico charges against their political opponents for non, the non-crime of objecting to an election, which until Trump objected in 2020, that was never a crime. Democrats objected in, in 2000, 2004. Yeah. To, I, I mean, it's just unbelievable <laughs> what the Democrats are doing. You have, it's you have, unreal. Uh, no. Yeah, you, uh, you have Obama judge. But it shows you, the, hey, 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 this just shows you, and they're so panicked about this in the appeals. Folks, write this down. There is no law they won't trample. There's no trick they won't pull. There's nothing that they will not do on lawfare. That doesn't even get to what they're doing in big tech. It does not even get to what they're doing with the financial system because it's the Federal Reserve and the Treasury is all in on this. You can see that, and that's why the inflation number yesterday shocked them. Every part of the apparatus is focused on one thing, and that is the complete and total destruction of Donald J. Trump. So that even if he was to take the White House in November this year, 
that he would be too politically, financially, and quite frankly, physically, and maybe even mentally uh, uh, hurt that he get, then couldn't pr- effectively govern. They are so afraid of MAGA's return to power that they are out in a full-scale operation to destroy the President of the United States, President Trump. Short break. Uh, we'll continue back in Georgia next. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday 76. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, there's been a criminal trial date set on uh, for President Trump, uh, which really is a, a total beyond a nothing burger, but even if there were small misdemeanors, but even that is super questionable. I mean, it's ridiculous. But they flipped him into felonies uh, with some jujitsu. But the corrupt apparatus in New York has set a trial date of 25 March. And f- trust me, folks, this is going to dominate the news cycle. for. So get ready for it. It's going to dominate this news cycle for a couple of months. They're already jumping up and down in these various newsrooms uh, because they got nothing else. They're, it's a collapse in Georgia. Fonnie Willis may be kicked off the case. Case may be thrown out. They may turn, you know, I think her big thing is perjury. Fonnie Willis may, the hunter may become the hunted here pretty quickly. This is a two-day trial. Mike Davis is with us. We're going to cut in and out of that. You also have tomorrow, the the Moscow show trial judge comes back to take President Trump's business empire in New York City and charge him, I don't know, $400 million, that's what we're talking, cash money, to bleed him out, to bleed him out and make sure he doesn't have the resources to uh, actually uh, destroy the illegitimate Biden regime that are current usurpers occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, also, the Jack Smith situation, just at the Supreme Court, another huge thing on immunity. Uh, Mike, just by the way, and so if you don't, if you think it's been turbulent to date, folks, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because now, for the first time in American history, 
uh, an illegitimate regime that stole a presidential election, stole a presidential election, is now stopping a guy they thought they politically buried, and including the Republican establishment, has now come back like Cincinnatus from the plow in Republican Rome to lead his people to victory. And it's an overwhelming uh, landslide. Could be 40 states, could be the huge pickups in the House, the Senate, governorships, state legislatures, MAGA rising because you guys have had his back. They're going to, they're, 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 they will stop at nothing. And this is why I said Robert Kagan, even laying out the case for assassination, everything's on the table. It's, it's quite simple. And there's no compromise here. What are you, how are you going to compromise this? You're going to compromise this? You've seen the compromise. That's Mitt Romney. If you want to be controlled opposition and want to roll over and just, just uh, play dead, they got plenty of room for that. You got plenty of collaborationists in the Senate, in the House. We haven't even gotten to the House and what's happening there. Another firestorm in the House that we're going to get to here momentarily. Uh, so what happens in times of turbulence? You need hedges. You need anchors. That's why I go to Birchgold. Go to birchgold.com. You can get the end of the dollar empire, but, hey, just talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Slash Bannon. Just talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Get the experts on the phone and walk through uh, why you need uh, to look at precious metals as a hedge against times of turbulence and financial instability. I'll have more to report to, by the way, talk about tomorrow and Saturday about the stopping of the lending program that's keeping the regional banks on the commercial loans uh, above water. But that's about to cease. And you're about to have a, I don't know, dominoes falling in the commercial bank side. Far be it from me to point out the Silicon Valley banks of the world and others, but we'll get to that uh, tomorrow. Uh, also, remember, how do we get so jacked up early in the morning? My favorite and the feedback we've gotten from people, they absolutely love it, Warpath Coffee. That's warpath.coffee slash worm. you got to put worm in the promo code because you got to get the discounts. You get huge discounts. They've got everything in the world. they got the mob blends, the breakfast blends, the holiday-flavored blends. You know, I'm a dark roast guy. Two years, Tej Gillen's team worked with us here at the worm to perfect Mariner's Blend. Arr, matey. Check it out. A dark roast that does not have the kick. Mike Davis. Um, let's just real quickly, because I know you got to bounce. I want to go, because the thing that's going to dominate today is not even the historic 14th Amendment, which we crushed it last week. Jack Smith's bizarro filing last night that even the CNN analysts are all over him for making it too political and less about the law. But this uh, 25th of March, they've set a trial date for felonies. Uh, how big a deal is this going to be, sir? I think this is going to backfire badly on the Democrats because people, the American people are going to tune in for the first time on this lawfare. I mean, obviously, the war room people, we've been following this every day for 19 months. You're going to have real Americans in real America who have real jobs and are don't have the time to follow the day to day of this politics. They're going to tune into this trial starting on March 25th. And they're going to see what a bogus show trial this is, and they're going to be angry. They're going to be angry that Democrats are bringing this lawfare and election interference. And they may not like Trump, or maybe Trump's not their preferred candidate, but they're going to resent the facts that they're doing this to Trump. And this is going to cause a tremendous rallying effect around President Trump. If you think that President Trump is winning by a comfortable margin now, maybe one or two points, just wait till after this trial. And I would say this, I, I, I remind people that Joe Biden has his fingers directly involved on all four of these criminal indictments. Remember, you're going to see Matthew Colangelo in this New York trial starting on March 25th. Matthew Colangelo 
was the number two to the number three in the Biden Justice Department, a very senior Biden Justice Department official who got sent from the Biden Justice Department to Man- to Soros Fund at Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg's office, to bring these bogus cases, this bogus case starting on March 25th against Trump. With Jack Smith's two cases, it was Biden Deputy White House Counsel Jonathan Sue who waived President Trump's claim of executive privilege. Biden waived Trump's claim of, of executive privilege illegally through Biden White House Counsel Jonathan Sue, and that's what led to the unprecedented, unnecessary, unlawful home raid on Trump. And then, what, so that's three of the four cases. The fourth one with Fannie Willis down in Georgia. Nathan Wade billed for his meetings with the Biden White House, including the White White House Biden White House Counsel, before she brought her unprecedented bogus, stupid RICO indictment against President Trump and 18 others. You have President Biden's fingerprints directly on all four of these indictments. Make us smart uh, for the rest of the day. Two things I want to hit. I want to hit this and I want to hit Jack Smith's uh, uh, deal on on the the rebuttal because you can tell CNN and even MSNBC were not ecstatic about how he argued uh, the the, um, J6 immunity. Make us smart on Fonnie Willis. What is Mike Davis going to be looking for today, at least on day one of the hearing, or, or maybe both days? We'll have you back on, but what should we be looking for? Make us smart. You're going to hear factual testimony that Fannie Willis hired, illegally hired her boyfriend. She illegally paid him $250 an hour, $700,000 and counting, and she took illegal kickbacks from him in the form of these lavish trips to Napa, the Caribbean, elsewhere around the world. Then she lied several times. She lied about how she split these costs with him. She did not. She lied about when she started dating him or whatever the hell they're doing, hooking up. Uh, she she lied to the court. Nathan Wade lied to the court. They are going to get disqualified from this case. This case could get dismissed allowing uh, this uh, Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr to decide whether they want to bring, refile these bogus charges with a new prosecutor. I think that, that eventually they're going to face the, the Nathan, uh, Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are going to face disbarment and they're going to face criminal charges. Remember, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene sent a criminal referral to Governor Brian Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr asking them to follow their statutory duty and open a criminal probe on Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. Wade, we have that on Article 3 Projects action page, a3paction.com, a3paction.com. We have the Fannie Willis action item. The War Room Posse has lit up Governor Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr's office with patch through phone calls, with social media posts, with emails. And I would encourage the War Room Posse to go there again today, a3paction.com, click on the Fannie link, and light up Governor Brian Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr and tell them to open a criminal probe. Hang on one second. I'm going to come to you for immunity in a second. By the way, the people there's people in the court, obviously the cameras there, and people are standing up in front of it as court procedure so don't don't fret there as we do i'd love doing the split screen um when he talks about article three you go to that action center what we've tried to do is try to leverage you are a vanguard you're a cadre a vanguard when people hear the war room posse or the war room audience they immediately it strikes fear in the heart of the globalists it strikes fear in the heart of the radical democrats why 
because you're so powerful. This is why Grace came up with the Bill Blaster. It's to make you, it's an app, free app to make you more effective and leverage your time. So it's more focused. Mike Davis and the team at Article 3 have done the exact same thing for lawfare. The Bill Blasters for the legislative side. The um, Article 3, what Mike has done, is for the lawfare side. And you have had a massive impact already. Trust me. You've got people's minds. You're getting people's minds right down in Georgia. <laughs> I'm not saying you wouldn't have had this hearing without it. But, Mike, uh, people are now, they understand uh, we're watching and we're watching in detail. And there's a lot of people around this nation, millions that are watching this, and they want to make sure that justice is served, that this is not lawful. Am I incorrect on that, brother? You are absolutely right. These judges are not supposed to care about the politics, but they're still human beings. And so if they know that there is an overwhelming groundswell of anger about this Fannie Willis case, if they know that Governor Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr's phone lines are being lit up by the war room posse, if they know that social media is being lit up by the war room posse, if they know that, that their offices are being blasted with emails from the war room posse by going to a3paction.com, a3paction.com and doing patch through phone calls and emails and social media posts to Governor Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr, asking them to open a criminal probe on Big Fanny and her boyfriend, Nathan Wade, that does have a tremendous impact. Mike, last thing. I know you got to bounce. Uh, Honig, I think it was CNN, I think it's Honig, last night was quite critical. And other people, too, of, of uh, and they've been so rah-rah for Jack Smith. What was it about his filing that kind of depressed these people as far as because this immunity, they've, they're, they're really holding out for immunity. That's the trial they want. They know they got Chuck in, the radical judge. They're holding out for that. Why were they disappointed, or at least appeared, some of them, uh, analysts who are normally rah-rah, appeared disappointed in his immunity response to President Trump's team? So Jack Goldsmith put out a very powerful piece on this. Jack Goldsmith is this former Republican, Trump-deranged rhino, hates President Trump, Jack Goldsmith put out a piece saying that Jack Smith's filings violate Justice Department policies because uh, the Justice Department policies specifically prevent prosecutors from making decisions because of a campaign or election. And Jack Goldsmith is saying that is exactly what Jack Smith is. Biden special counsel Jack Smith is doing by playing games with the, the presidential immunity argument by playing games where Jack Smith is trying to game where the Supreme Court rushes to take this case. And now that the D.C. Circuit ruled in, in, in Jack Smith's favor, now, now Jack Smith doesn't want the Supreme Court to take this case because Jack Smith wants Trump to go on trial in front of Obama, Judge Tanya Shutkin in D.C. with a, you know, a 95% Trump deranged jury pool, and Jack Smith wants to convict Trump before the election because Jack Smith knows that's about the only way the Democrats could stop President Trump. That is a direct violation of <laughs> Justice Department policies because it's election interference, and Jack Smith should face serious consequences for this. Mike Davis, where do people go? They got to go to Article 3 now more than ever. Where do they go, sir? Article3project.org, article3project.org. You can donate there at Article3project, at Article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. My personal is at MRDDMIA, MRDDMIA. And thank you, Steve.
Thank you, brother. Miles Guo, the, the song that takes us out for Take Down the CCP, always used to say you want two guns, two guns like the old Westerns. We got you two guns. Grace Chung got you the Bill Blaster. Uh, Mike Davis got you Article 3. Go over there. Weaponize yourself in the information war. Short break. Back in a moment. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Pulled into Atlanta, was feeling up my lady friend. Just need a court where Trump has to defend. Say, Fanny, can you hire me? It won't be a kickback scheme. I'll take my money, leave my wife, fodder for this mean. Sign the contract, Fanny. Set the dollars free. Sign the contract, Fanny. Sail the seas, you and me. Packed up our bags, sat first class on a big plane ride. I spent all the money that I sure tried to hide. Said, hey, Fanny, wine flows in Napa Valley. And I spent 228 for a night at the Double Tree. Sign the contract, Fanny. Set the dollars free. 
Okay, uh, Mike Davis. Uh, actually, we had some explosive testament. We get to a second. We waited to that and to play. Uh, this is a masterpiece, Mike Davis. Tell us what we just heard. Uh, that is a parody song about Fannie Willis and her boyfriend Nathan Wade. I thought the Article Three Project, uh, my uh, my monstrous team came up with that, and so we decided to put that out today for Fannie. It's our Valentine's Day present from Article Three Project yeah. to Fannie. Willis and her boyfriend Nathan Wade. We're sorry it's a day late, but we thought we would release it today. So, for so, her. no, no, no. It's it, it, it's fantastic, and we wanted to hold it. We're premiering it here. We wanted to hold it. Let's play. There's been some explosive testimony already. Let's go to the clip. Let's go to the videotape. Twenty-one. Yes. Are you certain that Miss Wade told you? I'm sorry, Miss Willis told you about the romantic relationship with Mr. Wade prior to November 1st of 2021. Yes. Now, did you also have observations of Mr. Wade and Miss Willis together prior to November 1st of 2021? Yes. And are those observations were those in a social setting? Yes. And did you observe them do things that are uh, common among people having a romantic relationship? Yes. Such as, can you give us an example? Hugging, kissing, disaffection. All, of, all before November 1st of 2021, correct? Yes. That's all I have. Okay, uh, what did we see right there, Mike Davis? Pretty explosive. 
Fanny Willis and Nathan Wade are toast. Toast, 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 because they lied. Nathan Wade in an affidavit, I think it was February 1st, lied to the divorce court in his divorce proceedings with his soon-to-be ex-wife. And then Fanny Willis took that affidavit where she knows he's lying about when their relationship started, and she had her office with her signature, with her name on there, along with Nathan Wade and eight other attorneys in the Fulton County DA's office. They submitted a court filing in response to co-defendant Mike Roman's motion to dismiss, and they included this false this perjury, this perjured statement by Nathan Wade from the divorce court. Fannie Willis also had it submitted to the Fulton County Superior Court in this RICO case with Mike Roman's motion to dismiss. She is so toast after that testimony. She's going to get disqualified. She's probably going to get disbarred. She should be Perfect. prosecuted if Governor Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr actually do their damn jobs. Yeah. I know they hate Trump. But this is very obvious corruption, and Governor Cap and Carr need to probe now. Yeah. Where's the Warren Posse go right now to Article Three? Where do they go to join the Action Center? Our A3PAction.com, A3PAction.com, or you can go to Article Three Project, or Article Three Project.org, and click on the Take Action link in the middle of that page. Okay. Either way, you can get there. Thank Light you. up Kemp and Carr. Thank you, brother. Okay, Nathan Wade has taken the uh, has taken the witness stand in Georgia. Ben Harnwell is with the farmers in a massive protest in Rome. We've got uh, we've got um, live. We're going to go to uh, Israel in, in a moment. Uh, live with our team in Israel. Tara Dahl will be there. Also, we've got uh, we got Catherine Engelbrecht, who's going to give us a uh, who's going to give us a rebuttal on this smear from the Associated Press. So much going on here in the war room. Wow. What an amazing parody. We're going to leave you with the weight. The parody version. Fonnie Willis. Goose is cooked in the war room. Stick around. 90 seconds. We'll be right back. can you hire me? won't be a kickback scheme. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, 
action, action. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.